Welcome to Radio Rollback Podcast, celebrating the greatest days of music radio. Now here's your host, Jeff Martin. Welcome along to Radio Rollback Podcast number 25. And being as we've got to the 25th edition, I thought we'd have a bit of a makeover. I'd have a proper little start and a proper little end as well uh, later. And uh, so, uh, yeah, hope you like our new little start to the podcast. Going 25 editions now, and uh, to be honest, when I started it, I was thinking maybe 10, but we've, uh, we've way surpassed that. So thank you very much indeed, and only for listening as well for your comments and, uh, you know, spreading the word really good. And I hope you'll enjoy this edition. Got some exciting news uh, towards the end of the edition as well to bring you. So looking forward to that. Keep you in suspense. Uh, until a little bit later. So on the podcast, uh, we've been pretty much travelling with the Mebo 2, if you like, uh, throughout uh, exploits of uh, 1970, from the station uh, appearing off the Dutch coast, eventually starting uh, transmissions, then moving to the UK, and uh, getting jammed by the British government. And the unprecedented uh, response from the British government uh, that is to jam Radio North Sea, something that uh, a British government has never done to a radio station or had never done in the times of war uh, pretty much uh, brought an an unprecedented response uh, from the Radio North Sea organisation or the MIBO organisation who run uh, Radio North Sea International uh, and that was pretty much uh, there was an election campaign and uh, taking place for the general election here in the UK uh, that took place on the 18th of June 1970. And Radio North Sea really got involved in the election openly, uh, talking about backing uh, the candidates that would uh, back free radio. Some, t- some candidates were even mentioned uh, on air in the constituencies, as you'll see in our clip we've got for you. Uh, so R and I got involved in the uh, election campaign uh, to uh, get rid of Harold Wilson's uh, Labour government and reinstall a Conservative government uh, led by Ted Heath, led R and I to believe that uh, should they win the election, the jammer will be turned off and uh, they were in favour and would introduce uh, commercial radio. So on the 13th of uh, June of 1970, a real surprise when uh, Radio North Sea International suddenly became Radio Caroline International, uh, complete with Radio Caroline jingles of old. Uh, Caroline was back, uh, they announced, and uh, this also uh, led to a massive rally on the 14th and a march to Downing Street. The rally was held in Trafalgar Square uh, to support the uh, station led by Ronan O'Reilly. There was a bus with a picture of um, Harold Wilson pictured as uh, Chairman Mao and people like Simon D also got involved on this Caroline bus uh, touring constituencies and uh, uh, urging young people to uh, vote for free radio when it came to the election. Signs of Wilson out and Caroline in were heard today at today's London free radio rally at London Speaker's Corner, which attracted in the region of 15 to 20,000 people, proving the demand for Radio Caroline. The, de- the rally was carried out in a peaceful 
and orderly manner. And I'll repeat the number of people who did attend, 15 to 20,000. This was Caroline Newsbeat from your freedom station, Radio Caroline International. The next news will be in one hour's time at 7 o'clock. This is Andy Archer reporting. For the one Wesley program for fun Sunday afternoon, where everybody's gathered at Hyde Park Corner, they heard Sally recorded by Jerry Monroe. Ah, uh, at this moment in time... That's it for now. Radio Caroline International there on the day of the uh, free radio rally, 14th of June, uh, in Trafalgar Square. And you can hear from that recording uh, that they were still suffering from that jamming. Now, the interesting thing about the election on the 18th of June of 1970 was it was the first year or first election where uh, 18 year olds in the UK got the vote and of course everybody wondered whether that would have uh, an effect uh, on the result. Our next little clip is uh, Mark Wesley who featured on the podcast uh, last month and uh, here he is again this month this time it's election day 18th of June 1970 and Mark Wesley as I say is on the air on the Mebo 2 Radio Caroline in for tomorrow and the weekend dry in the north and for the south some showers that was Radio Caroline News at three minutes past four listen at 10 o'clock tonight for the Caroline election results service throughout the night Next news at five o'clock, now the Mark Wesley program. Yeah, that got you bopping. There you are, that's all from Mungo Show. Taking us into the second hour of the Mark uh, Wesley program. Thanks very much indeed, Alan West. Okay, how about news? Then we'll be having more news in exactly uh, 51 to 3 minutes, 53 minutes time, because that means it's at five o'clock. In the meantime, we have another wireless record. <laughs> oh, let's get back to normal. Chunk of fortunate sun. Oh, well, incidentally, if you've got a slow boiler, don't forget, get your kettles on now, because you're going to have a cup of tea at half past, uh, good past four o'clock. Switch on your geeter. <laughs> you need a geeter, either. Put the kettle on, mother. Fortunate sun there, one from uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Don't forget, put your girls on because you're going to have a cup of tea at quarter past four o'clock. In the meanwhile, we're going to play a little bit more music and from Dusty's new LP called uh, 
Silly, Silly Fall. But don't be uh, put off by the title because it's just another one of those uh, wonderful tracks from this LP. As I always say, I love playing nice records, and there's another one. Dusty Springfield. From uh, Dusty With Love, that's the title of the LP. Silly, Silly Fall. What a title for such a beautiful song. You're listening to Radio Caroline International. Attention, everyone living in the Malden constituency of Essex. Brian Harrison is your conservative candidate. Brian Harrison believes in free speech, free radio, free enterprise, and freedom of the individual. Have you ever thought about how much freedom you could be losing? Phone Brian Harrison now and get the facts about your future. Time is fast running out, so fight for your rights. Telephone Brian Harrison at Rivenhall 4977 now and vote Conservative today. The telephone number once again, Rivenhall 4977. Summary sound, isn't it, from Mary Hopkins? Uh, called Tenor Harbour, as you may remember. Shame it wasn't as successful as uh, I had hoped it would have been. I'd like to see that number one. I suppose everybody's shouting at the radio, well, it was number one, you idiot. Well, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was number one. Well, it might have been. I don't think it was number one. No, it couldn't have been. Anyway, it's a lovely record. Uh, Mary Hopkins doing her little thing there. And a rather lovely record, as I said before. Not, not much else I can say about it, except uh, I love playing it, and I'm going to get an opportunity to play it later on. Not in this show, of course. Maybe later tonight we'll play it, because uh, there are lots of uh, fine and wonderful things to uh, play for you right the way through the night, because we're going right the way through the morning as well, of course, bringing you the election results. And uh, with the time now, it's 16 minutes after 4 o'clock. Well, let's have a cup of tea. If you've got your tea all poured out, maybe you're already uh, drinking a cup now. Well, if that's the case... To, uh, keep drinking, and uh, I'm not so I'm a little bit envious because my tea hasn't yet arrived as usual. My tea always uh, arrives about ten minutes late. Well, I do believe West has gone off to get us a cup, so that's rather nice of him. And uh, good afternoon, Tony Brett of 8 King Edward Avenue, Mansfield, Nottinghamshire, wants a record played uh, between 4.15 and 4.45. Well, you just squeezed in by the skin of your teeth there, uh, Tony, and uh, thanks very much indeed for writing, and I hope you're sitting down with your mates there. Um, uh, sort of supping tea or something. And here's a record for you. In fact, here's a record for everybody who religiously sits down every afternoon at quarter past four and joins Wesley and Wilder Woody Wesley in a cup of cha. Oh my goodness, this turntable does slur a little bit, doesn't it? Get it seen to. If it's the music, it's the important thing. BGs. That's the BGs literally doing their thing because that's what it was called on a tea break from the Wild and Woolly Wesley from Radio Caroline International. More nice music coming up for you to sup tea by. I'd say good morning to uh, Keith Bateson, who may be listening in. <laughs> Put a kettle on, mother. Up the ladders of the roof, now. Up the ladders of the roof, then. That's one from the uh, Supremes. In the Caroline countdown, it's time at number 20 this week. I've got some more nice sounds coming up because the it is uh, Thursday afternoon, feet up time now, and sub up time, particularly if you're drinking cups of tea. I'm still looking forward to my cup of tea, actually. Trader horn singing here. Oh, better than today. 
And actually, that's the record going into another trap. And unfortunately, we don't have time to play another track from the LP of Trader Horn because uh, I've got so many other nice things that I like to squeeze in between now and six o'clock. So if you've got a favourite sound, I can guarantee you're going to hear it on the Wild and Woolly Wesley's programme. So do stay tuned to Radio Caroline. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you just pour yourselves out another cup of tea? I can uh, honestly say now that my tea has been brought down to us. Pass it over. Here we are. Mmm. Very nice too. Well, why don't you join me in another cup of tea? Here's a brand new sound from Mark Lindsay. Pardon gate 19. Satisfy your welcome lady of mine. Trying out a dream. You'll find it. Ah, there you are, on tea break on the Mark Wesley programme. There you heard Mark Lindsay's brand new record called Silver Bird, and perhaps you might agree with me that that could uh, well go into the charts. Could? I think so, anyway. <laughs> I've got me a cup of tea down here, as I explained before, and Alan's here, as usual, drinking tea as well. Anything to say? Anything useful to add? While uh, no, nothing. Yes, well, actually, this <laughs> just crossed my mind. While all the millions of people in Britain are going out to vote today, nobody sort of gives a thought to the poor people who have to count the votes. <laughs> So I thought it would be a nice idea if I played you all a record. All the people that may be listening in who have to now go down to the various 3001, stations... 3001, 3002, <laughs> 3003, 3000... No, hang on, what was that? One, oh, hang on, two... Hang on, we Oh, my goodness, could you put yourself in that position, sir? We wish you luck, and what we all we can say is this. Please, please, me. That's the plea from Radio Caroline. The Beatles. Happy birthday, Paul. Join number two on my gang. <laughs> on uh, Paul McCartney's birthday, being uh, making that as far as I'm concerned uh, the most important day, <laughs> and also, of course, it's election day as well. Actually, put it the other way around. It's Paul McCartney's birthday on election day. Today, happy birthday, Paul McCartney, of course, the regards uh, from all of us out here on Caroline, and keep writing those uh, wonderful so songs. singing happy birthday, do you mind? No, well, not really. Uh, you know, I mean, some other time. <laughs> not on the Wesley programme. I don't want it completely ruined. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes, please, please. And that was also going up for the people who have to do the counting of the votes, you see, because uh, I suppose there's an awful lot of work have to go into there. And also, you have to be a bit more clever than me, what can't count above 100. <laughs> so uh, you have to be a bit intelligent for that sort of thing. Anyway, what we're going to do now, I know. Oh, yes, we're going to have our gang spot now, so welcome to the gang spot. Now, I'm going to read out as many as I can to try and keep up with all the mail I've been having for the gang spot. And person by the name of Judith Oxley, age 15, from 15 Mangolia Drive, Greenstead, uh, State, Colchester in Essex. She wants to join the gang, but I'm not quite sure whether I can let her because she uh, she starts the letter by saying, Dear Sir or Madam. <laughs> All right, I'll let you join the gang, Judith. You can join the gang. And uh, she says, Please don't let yourselves get pushed off the air. Well, uh, we'll do whatever we can. We don't want to be pushed off the air, of course. We just want to sit out here and entertain everybody in England. But uh, unfortunately, it's up to the people in England to do their thing today. Also, uh, what we're going to do, we're going to say hello to Reggie. Uh, Reggie Preston, that is, of Seven Gordon House, uh, Norman Road, Greenwich, uh, London in England, of course, where else? And uh, he wants to join the gang as well. So, uh, Reggie, welcome to the gang. Your name goes down in the gang ledger. And a very long letter here, in the form of a, what do you call it, an airmail letter, which uh, I had sort of torn in half, and I've got to piece it together again. <laughs> and uh, what have we got to say to you? Oh, here it is. Hello to Monet Keogh. Is that how you would... Keogh. Keogh. It looks like Keyhoe, doesn't it? Ke no, that's my spelling, that's my pronunciation. <laughs> Keyhoe. 
Yes, Mona Cahill. Um, well, Mona, here we go. You're going to join the gang. Thanks very much indeed for writing in and asking whether you can join the gang. Because uh, that's uh, Mona, incidentally, in case we got the wrong Mona, of 35 Old Dean, Bovington, Hertfordshire. So they're the people at the moment who are going to join the gang. More letters after this next record, which is a Caroline flashback. Mark Wesley aboard the Mebo 2, broadcasting at that time on election day, 18th of June 1970, as Radio Caroline International. Uh, of course, the Conservatives won that election. And uh, two days later, uh, Radio Caroline International turned back into Radio North Sea uh, International, and several attempts were made by the station to jam the uh, to dodge the jamming. Uh, that uh, the, even though the Conservatives were now in power, didn't switch off. And uh, on July the sixth. Uh, Mr Christopher Chataway uh, defends the jamming of illegal broadcasts despite his admission that it costs around £1,200 a week. £500 of which, he says, is the payment to Securicor to guard against uh, threats of violence by supporters of the pirates. Uh, Well... My answer to that was they always said those sort of things, uh, didn't they? However, in uh, the uh, Queen's speech, there was a promise that the government would, in fact, introduce local radio stations under the general supervision of an independent broadcasting authority. We all have our opinions about that as well, I guess. But there we go, that little saga uh, continuing of uh, Radio North Sea International. This is Radio Rollback. So back we go to 1985 now, and uh, a bit of Laser 558. Uh, In the summer of 1985, there were two ships on the North Sea. There was uh, the Ross Revenge, uh, the home, of course, of Radio Caroline, and the MV Communicator, the home of Laser 558. But on August the 9th, another ship appeared out there. The Department of Trade says radios Caroline and Laser are robbers of the airwaves and they're determined to silence them. So they've commissioned a ship at a cost of £50,000 a month to keep watch on them in the North Sea off the Essex coast. Gary Lloyd set sail to pay the Maverick broadcasters a visit. On the air on Laser, all Europe radio. The pirates call it the Euro Siege. They broadcast cheeky messages and dedications to the men from the ministry aboard the surveillance vessel they call the spy ship. The Department of Trade say it's not a blockade. They're keeping observation on comings and goings. They bristle with gadgetry. Since the pirates are in international waters, there's no power to prevent them broadcasting. You're listening to Radio Caroline, broadcasting from the Ross Revenge on the North Sea. The Ministry hope to scupper the pirates through their suppliers. The Trade Department are convinced some of their food and fuel comes from Britain, where it's illegal to assist them. The pirates maintain their service from Spain, and they say they can outlast the observers. We've been here for 21 years. I would think we'll probably be here for a good 21 more. The Ministry say you're robbers of the airwaves. Are you? I've heard that suggested. They've also called us... uh, They've also accused us of stealing listeners, of course, but uh, I don't think listeners would agree that they've been stolen. The Ministry men have already reported a dozen visiting vessels to the police and one to the Director of Public Prosecutions. It hasn't deterred visitors. 
you seen the folks over at the Deoctric yet? Have you, have you visited our spy friends? Yeah. Huh? Well, they got anything to say for themselves? Yeah. They still throwing up? However raffish an air the pirates may have with their audience, the Ministry say they're anarchists of the airwaves. They observe none of the regulations which control authorized stations. They pay no license fees. And in spite of the broadcaster's denials, the Ministry say they're a potential danger to life. According to the Department of Trade, pirate transmissions have affected not only marine distress wave bands, they've also interfered with essential frequencies for helicopters serving North Sea oil rigs. Instead of tuning onto guidance signals, pilots have found themselves picking up pop music. And that, says the Ministry, could be the sound of catastrophe. Gary Lloyd afloat with the pirates. Yes, as you heard there, the third ship was an unwelcome one. It was, in fact, the uh, Dioptric Surveyor, which was a Trinity House boat which had been hired by the DTI to... Uh, they say it wasn't a blockade, but it uh, pretty much was, in a way, uh, but, uh, to stop supplies getting both to the Ross Revenge and, uh, of course, the communicator on Laser 558. Now, Caroline, in true fashion, carried on regardless and did uh, yeah, said not much apart from references to it. Um, but uh, Laser 558 were completely different, and in particular, Charlie Wolf. Uh, and uh, they really took the mick and uh, actually created some of the best radio I've ever heard, I have to be honest. And uh, Charlie Wolf started doing these Euro Siege reports or Euro Siege updates. And uh, they were a bit ad hoc at first. And uh, then uh, the Radio 1 Newsbeat team actually uh, messaged him and said, uh, we really want to know when the Eurosage updates are on because we keep missing them. So then they scheduled them. And uh, this is a recording of some of the updates. And uh, I've got quite a few of these. And I think it's, it's some cracking radio. So I hope you enjoy Charlie Wolf and uh, the Eurosage updates. Virginia Payne. This is day 18 of Euro Siege 85. And this Euro Siege update is brought to you by Rope on a Stick, the new fun product from the makers of Soap on a Rope. Now live from our vantage point on the poop deck of the MV Communicator, Charlie Wolf. Thank you, Tommy. Uh, a very exciting day here on the poop deck of the MV Communicator as Euro Siege continues. And uh, from our vantage point, of course, we can see the moronic surveyor. Uh, those guys have not moved, not even a wink. It's like, like uh, being on the... Uh, uh, the eve of Christmas night. Everyone's tucked in bed, I guess. But here on the MV Communicator, a very exciting day. We've had several people come on by the boat to pass along their greetings. Of, of course, they haven't been anywhere near the boat. Uh, we did have some press people out, though. And uh, do we, we want to say who, Tommy? Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, the, the good folks from Time Out Magazine were here just uh, a little earlier to, uh, to do a news story. And, uh, of course, they did not supply us in any way, though they came close. Uh, almost. Almost. They didn't realize that it's even illegal to light someone's cigarette. <laughs> and uh, the cameraman started to light Tommy's cigarette. Luckily, Liz Big Lungs West was on the scene and blew that match up before he had a chance to actually light Tommy's cigarette. So everything is cool legally. But uh, they were out here, of course, to, uh, 
to do a news story, and I guess that should be in time out in a couple weeks, so we're looking forward to seeing that. It's a beautiful day. It's, it's a Eurotan day, Tommy, by the way. Uh, we've got people up on uh, Splinter Beach enjoying the sunshine. Of course, the sun is being arrested now for supplying uh, rays, ultraviolet rays to us <laughs> here on the ship. Uh, they'll be reported to the director of prosecution. But it's a beautiful day, uh, a nice, calm ripple on the seas. So if you're enjoying your bank holiday, maybe you want to hop in a pleasure boat, come on out and, and see us and uh, wave at us, take our pictures, and, of course, go on by and visit the moronic surveyor. I'd like to see Gary Newman fly over again. Yeah, maybe you we know? can get Gary Newman out here. Of course, uh, the people in, uh, in the laser monitoring station on the bridge of the MD communicator uh, will be keeping a sharp lookout on our different radar sets up there and uh, monitoring all communication. It's like the war room, isn't it? Yes, well, the, the war room is right next to the monitoring room. <laughs> And, uh, of course, uh, well, when, you know, when you're Rambo Rivers, that's where you hey, usually... Hey, Charlie, i, I got to read this to you here. Yes. This is from a paper of about a week ago, and it says here, Reagan snubs Rambo. You mean he didn't invite you to dinner? Well, this is my buddy Rambo. This is a different Rambo, but... Oh, okay. This is, what, Rambo Jr. or Rambo Sr.? Yeah. Or okay. He's, he's smaller than me, but it says here, it happened uh, when movie star Sylvester Stallone tried to present the president, President Reagan, with a poster of himself as the bloodthirsty Rambo, and, and, and Reagan didn't want it. <laughs> well, I, of course, I'd rather have a Farrah Fawcett poster myself anyway, so I can see why. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Mr. Reagan's got taste. He'd rather have a, you know, picture of Farrah Fawcett than, you know, look at pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> really. Our next report, uh, they are now regularly scheduled reports, so this is the time to tune in, 1.30 in the afternoon, and again at 5.30 will be the next report. Of course, if any major news events happen, we'll be right on the scene, right on the spot for you. Certainly. Re reporting live from our vantage point on the poop deck of the MV Communication, this is Charlie Wolf for Laser 558 News. Hey, Mom, Dad, kids, everybody loves new rope on a stick. It's a great new fun product from Rocco that looks just like a rope on a stick, but it's so much more. Look, hold it over your head or make it go around your neck. Now look, it's a whip. Swing at your friends while they swing at you. Try to wrap it around your legs. You'll find literally hundreds of things to do with new rope on a stick. You and your friends will want to play for hours. Now look, you can hold it out the window. Throw it up in the air. You can throw it Take it to the disco. New disco rope on a stick. Now look, it's a helicopter. Play catch at the beach. Hold it behind your back. Drag it on the ground. These animals, you won't want to put it down. New rope on a stick. Available now in vibrant orange and vibrant green. Start your collection today. Hang it from a tree. Trade with your friends. Take it to bed. Radio Laser 585. This year, a update is brought to you by Europe's largest free radio organization, Anorex DTI. Now, they believe in free radio because you'll pay for it in the end. Now, live from our vantage point on the poop deck of the MV communicator, Charlie Wolf. Thank you, Chris. It's a beautiful day back here. It looks like summer has finally arrived on the North Sea. And as I scan off the stern of the ship, I can see the Ross Revenge just lumbering there on the, on the calm ocean waves. And to uh, our south, actually on the other side of the MV Communicator, about uh, a mile off, is uh, the Moronic Surveyor. They've moved from their usual position. They did this about 24 hours ago when they were uh, chasing a, a speedboat that came out to wave at us. And uh, we find it kind of odd and uh, peculiar that they did not return to their usual anchor uh, spot between the two ships. So uh, just to make that clear, they're not between the two ships as they normally would be. They're now sitting to, uh, to the south of us. 
And uh, it's pretty boring over there, I, I can only imagine. Some interesting uh, developments that we've learned in the last 24 hours and uh, talking to some of our correspondents. Uh, the big issue about are we a potential threat to life? That's been one of the BTI's big claims. Of course, they always preface uh, that with the word potential, which is just a bunch of PR hype. Well, it seems some of our correspondents were talking to uh, a fishing captain who's been on these seas for many, many years, and, and he said that no, on his distress channel, he's never had any sort of interference at all from any of the offshore stations. That includes uh, uh, this radio station, Radio Caroline, and, and all the different offshore stations over the past two decades. However, he does occasionally pick up the BBC World Service on his navigational and, and distress channel. So maybe uh, you guys over at the B better uh, uh, just check the parameters on your equipment and stuff. Also, uh, it seems like the DTI does mean business. If you come on out to visit here, you'll get a call from your local constabulary. Uh, a guy that came out last night told us that uh, he's been out here a couple times taking pictures, uh, that uh, a local uh, policeman showed up at his front door the other day asking some questions. All was fine and kosher and, uh, and everything was okay. The, the policeman wanted to know what he was doing and he explained that uh, he just came out to take pictures, and that is perfectly legal. The, uh, the gentleman also asked his uh, local policeman if it was okay to board these ships. And uh, the policeman, in all honesty, said, yes, it is. There's nothing illegal about coming on one of our ships. Just don't give us anything. Don't even light a cigarette for us. Don't worry. We'll refuse you if you do. Otherwise, it's been a very boring day, but we will be at our vantage point all the time. Next unscheduled report will be tomorrow at 1.30 British time, but if any kind of major uh, movement happens from any of the ships, of course, we'll break in. Reporting live from our vantage point on the poop deck of the NV Communicator, Charlie Wolf for Laser 55. News. Wednesday, August 21st, 1400 hours GMT, not deep North Sea. The MV Communicator goes under steam to a new location, and in the process comes to within a quarter mile of the Ross Revenge, the closest the ships have ever been. A moment in free radio history, and only one free radio organization is there to capture it on film. Anorax DTI. Anorax DTI, with the exclusive Laser and Caroline Together Forever poster. A large full-color poster on heavy paper stock. A stunning photo of the Communicator and the Ross Revenge together from Anorax DTI. Order your posters today and check out all the other items from Anorax DTI. They have the largest collection of photos of all your favorite offshore DJs, including Tommy What a Guy Rivers, Fergie McNeil, Liz West, Johnny Lewis, Joan L., Peter Phillips, and the ship's pets, Raffles and Seawolf. Anorax DTI. Hey, everyone's an Anorak at heart, and at 50,000 quid a month, we have to pay for this somehow. Anorax DTI. We're playing the hits from folks into Paris because we're all Europe Radio. Laser 558. 85. And this Euro Siege update is brought to you by the going out of business sale of Inflicted Sound in Bent. Don't miss out on unbelievable bargains. Now live from our vantage point on the poop deck of the MV communicator, Charlie Wolf. Thank you, Tom. Uh, last uh, couple days have been quite exciting here on the North Sea, and I must say in over 30 years of reporting on sieges of the North Sea as a journalist, this has been the most exciting point of my career. A lot happened this morning, but first... Let's go to last night, a special report with Chris Carson. It was history on the North Sea. This is the sound last night, if you'll hit the tape, please. Live on the poop deck of the MV Communicator, and just moments ago, they came into scene. Listen to that, Chris, can you hear that? Oh, my goodness. What is that? That is them. 
That was, I believe that was them. <laughs> wasn't me. Hey, Diopter, did you, did you hear that? Yeah, that was their horn. If you're listening to us right now, could you do it one more time? Yeah, they're flashing. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's there, beautiful. There you have it, Tom, from last night. Right now that the officer from last night, we were just listening there. A special report, and it just shows that uh, Laser 558 news coverage is the best on the North Sea because of our our uh, around-the-clock resources. That's we, right. We make news. We're there when news happens, Tom. Reporting if there is no live. news, we make it, right? Turn right. Laser 558 with news and views to keep you amused. Keep us on your dial. You just can't lose. Right? That's pretty good. Yeah. Do Actually, our news director is Dr. Seuss, who gave us all a new look at the news. That's right. That's, That's right. right. All right. Doc straight man. But anyway, we just, uh, there you have it. That was history in the making. And uh, we also, uh, we just uh, got word from the uh, situations from here on the MD Communicator. Um, well, Tom, I hate to say this. Uh, we, we are, let's put it this way. We're law-abiding people, right? Yeah. Very law-abiding. Uh, well, from according to our legal aides on the situations room of the, uh, the communicator, them blowing their horn was in contravention of the Marine Offenses Act. Ooh. They've supplied us with... Now, the first time it was cool. They were just announcing their presence. But when I requested them to honk on the air, they did so, thereby supplying us with programming, and we'll be uh, forwarding our report to the Director of Public Prosecutions sometime later this week. We have it on tape, and we have photos. So we figured not only are we journalists, but we uphold the law out here, right to the letter. Okay, now let's go on for today. A lot of excitement. We've had some anoraks out here, and not only were they out here, they came on the ship because it is legal. Everyone we've talked to that's met up with the police has asked them if it's legal or not to come on the ship. And their response from the local constabularies has been, it is legal, just don't give us people on the offshore stations anything, and you're fine. Well, all these, uh, these people came on board, and uh, they didn't even give... They give you the time of day, Tommy? No, they wouldn't give me the time of day. Nothing at all. They Nothing. just came on, took their pictures, and left. The Diotric, of course, came by, took their pictures. We all smiled and waved to them. And then when the Dutch boat left... <laughs> the Diotric, as usual, chased him for two miles. I don't know what that's supposed to prove. It's one of the most Wally moves I've ever seen. But, I don't know. But we're not going to make too much fun of them. I mean, they're right Wallies, but we won't make fun of them because they're friends now. They blow their horn for us, and they wave at us, and we think that's cool. And, and we'll be going over sometime in the near future. They're friends now, right? Good friends. Good so friends. scratch the order for the 50 caliber tracer bullets, all right? Yeah, we're not going to do that. And and, right. and we'll be really nice in our report to the, uh, the Department of uh, the Public Prosecutions, uh, you know, we, we have to do this. I hope the guys on the Diotric understand. It's not that we want to throw them in, but we're law-abiding citizens, and, and that's the way it is. Uh, and also, one last note, no helicopters have crashed into our mass today, uh, making us still a potential life threat mm. as opposed to an actual life threat. That's the scene out here, Tommy. Charlie Wolf reporting live from my vantage point on the pooperoonie deck of the MV Communicator, and uh, we're doing it for Razor 558. We're going out of business, and the savings are being Passed on to you, inflicted radio and bent is in receivership, and by order of Judge Jaime J. Britbottom, we have to liquidate all our real assets to pay our creditors. Incredible savings on everything installed, and it all must go. Starting a pirate station, own a mobile disco, or just a stereo enthusiast, then we've got everything you need. Records, gramophones, cartridge, talk machine, reel-to-reel tape recorder, microphones, headphones, bumper strips, switching in, telephones, typewriters, and much, much more. 
Here's a special deal on records. Every record that never made the charts, and even some by Buck Spears and Tom Jones, normally at 30 pounds to play to the PPL, yours for just 50p. Or how about an app DJ? They make for great pets, so just keep one around as a conversation piece, or to compare any dumb parties you give. They come with a full supply of bad jokes, boring chats, and a main lost dog announcements, all for just a fiver each. How about a weekly East Asian program, all in Bengalese, marked down 50% to just 20 pounds. And here's the deal so incredible, we shouldn't even mention it on the radio. Need a transmitter? Pick up our rental with the IBA. And if you make any money with it, casual radio in London promises to pick up the secondary rental fee. It's all going fast. So come on down to the going out of business sale at Infected Sound in Bent. First come, first step, cash only, no credit, please. Infected Sound, on the high street, in Harvey-on-Sue, near Who's Chester in Bent. There we go, Charlie Wolf and the rest of the gang aboard the MV Communicator on Laser 558. And uh, I just love the, the fake ads and that as well. So creative. And I'm absolutely sure that uh, when uh, the government decided to spend 50,000, 100,000, whatever it was, to put a ship out there, they didn't realise that they were contributing to uh, some of the best uh, offshore radio uh, programming that uh, we've ever heard. Absolutely wonderful stuff. The very talented uh, Charlie Wolf will no doubt play a bit more of that uh, or some more of that and some uh, later podcasts. Uh, but uh, on uh, edition number 26 of uh, Radio Rollback, we have a very special guest. And, of course, we'll be drawing a winner for hitback competition number five, I believe it was. Or was it number six? Number six, in fact, yeah. And that'll all be happening here on our night, round about 9.15. Good music all the way with Roger Kent. Yes, our special guest on episode 26 will be none other than Roger Kent, who was on the last lineup of DJs out there on the Mebo 2 Radio North Sea International right up to the closure of the station at the end of August of 1974 and uh, recorded the chat a couple of days ago. It's absolutely wonderful. Really enjoyed uh, chatting to Roger. I know he doesn't give uh, interviews normally, so a great pleasure to have him on uh, the Radio Rollback podcast. I, I think we were enthusiastic and I, I, I think there was a great benefit to being on a ship and that you didn't go home at night. You were, you, you were immersed in the experience from the time you boarded the ship until the time you went off on your week's leave. So radio was your whole being uh, while you were out there, to be quite honest. Apart from sitting up uh, in the galley very late at night, helping them finish the bottles of uh, scotch and uh, Geneva and all that sort of thing. They were very well prepared, uh, provided with, with alcohol on that ship. Yeah, so. well, 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 if it's out there, you know, it would be rude not to, wouldn't it, really? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yes, Roger Kent with us on the next edition of uh, Radio Rollback. And, uh, of course, we'll be chatting to Roger and playing some clips of him on the air as well. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. Hope you are too. Uh, that's about it from episode 25. Once again, hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, don't forget, you can uh, pop on uh, Podbeam and uh, follow us and like us and all that sort of stuff, which would be really great. Don't forget to tell your friends. And, of course, if you want to get in touch with us here uh, to Radio Rollback, it's jeffmartinmedia220 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time around. 
Thanks for listening to Radio Rollback Podcast. Don't forget to check out the back catalogue and use your podcast app to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode.